Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski. Thank you for coming back. So happy Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, This is coming to you right after the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm recording this right before Thanksgiving. So I want to wish all of you listeners a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great time with your family and friends, whatever you did. And I just wanted to take some time to talk about this season of being thankful and being grateful. You know, we have, um, as you know, I have a wellness business, uh, Wish Ackley, and I've been involved with that for 21 years. And recently they introduced us to a gal named Danelle Degato. Look her up. She is an awesome gal. She is a, a mother who basically had lots of struggles, single mom, a couple of kids. And um, she found her way to great success in network marketing, uh, direct selling. And she has gone on to um, coach others in that space as well. But her big message, you know, we they had said to us, oh, we're going to do some training. We're going to have her come and do some training. She was one of the speakers, the featured speaker at our uh, global conference in September. And as a result of that, we they have set up some training with her, with us, with the field. So we thought... Well, that's great. We're going to learn all her systems and how she's successful and all of that. And we're all excited about it. But, you know, the first day that we tuned into the training, what she talked about was her morning routine and how she had created a journal. And not that it was all about the journal, but what she encourages us to do in the journal. She said, you know, you can peel out a piece of paper. You don't have to buy my journal. But There are four things, four G's that she starts with every day. And the first one is gratitude. And that's what I want to talk about today because as as we've learned from her and I've become so aware, you know, there's something to be said for sure about gratitude. You know, starting your day, you've heard me talk on this podcast before about my morning routine and how when I start out with a morning routine of meditation and journaling and reading and prayer quiet time, my day goes so much better. And there is so, there continues to be so much truth to that. And that's what she talks about with her journal. And one thing that really struck me, because I tell people that it's good to be consistent, you know, try to, try to have your morning routine almost every morning. And, and that's good, which it still is good. But what she's challenged us, us to do is to not just only be consistent, but to do it daily. And that has, I've challenged myself and I've committed to that, that I am going to fill out this journal on a daily basis. And um, some days, you know, I went away this weekend and I brought it with me and I found time to do that. And, you know, she quotes in here, she says, sometimes it's a ticket to to mediocrity. Results will only come from always. That's Danelle Delgado. So... I just thought that, again, really interesting, challenged me, is challenging me 
And what I'm finding is when I do sit down every day, and what she says is to do 10 acts of gratitude. You know, write down 10 things that you're grateful for. And, you know, I usually would write down like five things I was grateful for. And so sometimes 10 can be a challenge. And I want to share with you today what my top 10 were as I sat down after I came home from working out today and sat down and did my 10 gratitudes. I want to share that with you today and encourage you to think about this practice yourself. And again, you don't have to choose her uh, journal, although it's a really wonderful one and it is a commitment to a year of journaling, but it's called I Choose Joy from Denal Delgado. I'll put the link in the podcast notes and... um, or perhaps pick up my journal. You know that I've created a journal and you can use that journal and use those pages to write down your your 10 gratitudes every day. But I do encourage you to think about starting some type of gratitude practice because it really can change your life. Even if it's forcing it to like, I don't know what to say, find something to be grateful for because it will, it shifts your mindset into that positiveness And again, being grateful and looking at the good instead of complaining about everything that's wrong. Again, and challenging yourself to be consistent and consistent meaning daily. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. Um, As I shared at my book signing here locally a couple of weeks ago, sometime my morning routine is like five, 10 minutes. Sometimes it's over an hour. It just depends on how much time I have and how much time I want to put into that. So it doesn't have to take time, but the importance is to make sure that you are doing it. So my top tens for today, uh, my gratitudes at this time of year, um, the first one is all of you, all of you listeners for this podcast. You know, we are coming up, I am coming up to almost two years that I have been podcasting and um, I'm really proud of myself, but most, most of all, I am so thankful for you. The people that have come my way as a result of this, it's incredible and there's no coincidence at all to these people that have been led to me and people that I have been led to. It has brings me so much joy to connect with these and to continue to share my mission of making sure that no one feels like they're alone in this world of struggle. When there are people around you that are struggling and that that we're not alone and that there always is hope and the fact that there is power in sharing our stories. And I continue to hear from all of you listeners how this is blessing you and how you're passing this on to someone else and you're sending a guest my way. I am so, so grateful for all of you. I don't want to say that I didn't think that I would succeed. I knew that I made a commitment to a year of doing a podcast and now we're almost to two years and 130 episodes and it has been a blast and it has been so wonderful. And so thank you everyone for listening and for coming back and for sharing and telling me the blessing that this is in your life. It means a lot to me. Number two, my family. You know, we, I have four children, um, a wonderful husband, and we are getting to the stage of empty nesters. <laughs> in a couple of weeks, our son, our youngest son, will go off to the Air Force, and, um, and our house will be empty, <laughs> except for my husband and I and our two dogs. And, you know, our kids are going to be scattered across the United States, and, um, and I'm so, so thankful for my family. It has been a wonderful journey and ups and downs and challenges with all of us, and yet I really feel blessed that I have a family 
one son is coming in today. The other one's coming in tomorrow with her fiance. I'm so excited to be with them, for them to be with us at Thanksgiving. And so I'm just so thankful that I call myself a mom as well as a business owner, entrepreneur, podcaster, ballroom dancer. But first and foremost, I um, am a mom. Number three, I'm certainly very very thankful for my health in this crazy time where there's just so much going on. And I am so thankful that at a, as a 58-year-old, I am healthy. Just got back from a boxing class that I take at 6.30 on Tuesday mornings. I'm just so thankful for my health um, and that knowing that the things that I'm choosing to do every day is really making a difference in helping me feel great, feel energized, sleep well, look good, um, and just be able to fight off all of that stuff that's around me. And again, as you know, on this podcast you hear, it's not all peaches and cream. And yet those foundational things that I have continued to do over the last 20 years is making a difference. And I'm so thankful for my health um, and that no one in this house has um, come down with anything major in really the last many, many years. You know, I heard um, the Whitney Houston song on the way home from the gym this morning, The Greatest Love of All. And I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't listened to it. It's about putting yourself first. You know, that I learned that long ago that I wasn't going to let anybody stand in my shadows. And the greatest love of all is um, happening to me. You know, putting yourself first, loving yourself, it's so important. Because when you do that, you show up great for you as well as the rest of the world. So number four, my thriving business. I am so blessed that I have a wonderful thriving wellness business where I get to serve others, where I get to share that story of a healthy lifestyle and setting that foundation to health. And um, as a result, well, and also, you know, showing other women and men that they can have their own entrepreneurial journey, they can have their own wellness business. And as a result of putting that time in and, and sharing that story with others and that possibility of better health, I have a wonderful thriving business. And it is, um, as a result of that, I can choose to do different things in my life. I can choose to invest in this podcast and so that I have this to share with all of you. I choose to, you know, ballroom dance and travel and things like that as we pay some family bills. I'm just so thankful that I have this thriving business. I'm a, I'm a nurse who decided that I didn't really want to trade time for money. And if I could help people build a healthy foundation with their health or build a wellness business, um, that fulfills me and it gives me great purpose. And I'm really, really grateful for that. You know, I have many business leaders on my team who, again, I've been able to coach through this, and I'm not going to list them all here, but that was my fifth thing today because I'm always saying um, gratitude for, I know that I don't have a thriving business just by myself. There are many people that are on my team that um, are doing the same thing and sharing that story of better health and a healthier lifestyle with others, and I am so grateful for them. See, these gratitudes don't have to be difficult. I am, I always, every morning I'm thankful for my house and my home and the fact that I have heat and water and lights and electricity and all that. Again, I don't take that lightly. I know there are others that struggle with that. And I'm so grateful that we have a home that we've paid the mortgage off and it's comfortable. And again, we've got heat. 
especially when it's 20 degrees out this morning. I'm just thankful that we have a wonderful home here that my kids can come home to, that I can entertain in, that I can, my husband and I can be empty nesters in. Um, There is so much to, I'm just so grateful that I have a home because there is so much that comes when you have a place together. As we were talking about with someone else uh, a couple of days ago about Thanksgiving and gathering around the table, I said, it's just, it's really not about the food, although I love to cook and Thanksgiving's great about the food, but the fact is what happens when we gather around the table. That's the important thing, right? And it's the same thing when you have a home and it doesn't have to be some majestic thing, But the fact that you have a home and you can invite others to it, there's magic when we gather together. And I'm so grateful that I have a home that we can do that. Number seven is my loving husband. And we have been married for, what is it, 28 years? (laughs) And um, it hasn't been all smooth sailing, but I am grateful that I do have a loving husband who supports me in what I do and the endeavors that I do. Um, He always has supported me and trusted me with uh, what I'm choosing to do. And uh, I'm just grateful for that. Again, it hasn't always been easy. There have been ups and downs. There's been times that it was very difficult. And I'm sure there will be tough times ahead. But you know, the cool thing is that I'm looking forward to as we do have an empty nest soon is to create this new rhythm of like him and I together. This last weekend was kind of a precursor to that a preview of that we were able to get away just for an overnight. I plan to go um, just up to Lake Geneva, which is like an hour and a half away. It's so close and yet so far because it's such a beautiful place. Um, We slipped up there on Saturday morning, did some fun things, um, stayed overnight Saturday and came home. We were home by like one o'clock, 1.30 on Sunday. It was just a wonderful getaway, and that's kind of a precursor of what we can do, and I'm, we're looking forward to that, is what are, what's our new rhythm when there aren't the dogs around or there aren't the kids around? Uh, what's that new rhythm going to be um, for him and I? So we're excited about that. Number eight is my dogs. I always am grateful for my dogs. We have had these guys for uh, like 13 years. We have two dogs. We have a Bichon and a Yorkie Poo. The Yorkie Poo is sitting and snoring next to my feet as I speak. Uh, the Bichon's still sleeping. He turned 18 on Sunday. He's got cataracts. He runs into the walls. He is um, having a hard time standing up on his legs. So he's not with us very much longer. But but there's nothing like the unconditional love of a dog. Even a cat. I mean, we had we were able to foster a little kitty I think he's been gone for a few weeks, but we had him for about uh, three weeks. Um, Didn't expect that. My son's girlfriend decided to foster this little kitten and her mom wasn't very happy about it. So my son brought it over to our house, put it in one of our bedrooms, and uh, it's like a two-pound kitty. adorable. If you follow me on social, you saw some pictures of him. It's called Moose, even though he's two pounds. Um, It was so much fun. Like, there's nothing like the love of an animal, right? Is a dog or a cat. I just, I love the fact that we have them. If you talk to my husband, he wanted a dog for so long. And I said to him, listen, we got four kids. I got enough to take care of. And then we ended up fostering a dog who um, really showed me how wonderful it is to have a dog in the home. I mean, Josh was nearly blind. He was old. He was a um, German short short hair pointer. We brought him into this home and my kids were so lovely with him. I mean, this was 
again, over 13 years ago, because we had him before we had these dogs. And um, my kids did great with him. We all did great with him. And so I thought, ah, okay, let's have a dog. So it's a long story, but we ended up getting two dogs instead of one. But I'm so glad that uh, we do. I always joke with my husband, hey, you always wanted six kids. So now you've got six <laughs> with the two dogs and the four kids. But so grateful to have the dogs. Um, they have brought such joy to my life, <clears throat> to our family's lives. Um, we're going to miss them when they're not here. And number nine is I'm just so thankful for the God that I have. Um, I don't know what you believe in, what your faith is, but I have come to believe that um, over time, I'm so grateful that I have a God who loves me, who never leaves me, um, regardless if I stray or don't, you know, pay attention too much to all my blessings. And if I don't pay attention to my prayer life and things like that, that God is always there. That sovereign love of God the Father that I believe in is just, it's, it has been, I'm just so grateful for it. My faith has become my own faith. I was raised in a Baptist church, uh, Bible church, you know, got baptized as a teenager and believed in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and all that. But, you know, as my my life was getting really hard many years ago, seven years ago or so, six years ago, and being on the floor of my kitchen, literally on my knees, just praying to the God that I believed in, you know, my faith all of a sudden became my faith. And I'm grateful that I was raised in a, in a, in a home that taught me to when things got tough and when things are good, you know, but when things get tough, we can rely on that faith and we can rely on that God. That faith has gotten me through these days, and it has, um, you know, solidified that, made it stronger over these years as I've relied on that faith when things aren't always good, <laughs> and praying to that God that I understand, and I can see the the result of those prayers. So I'm so, so thankful for the God who loves me and never leaves me. And then number 10, as I look around my office here, um, I have some medals, um, and ribbons from dance. I am so grateful that that I decided to do some ballroom dance. And again, if you've been listening to my podcast, you've heard me talk about ballroom dance here. There's a couple of episodes talking about my dance competitions. I'm so grateful that like it, I just decided to do that. And you know, I decided to try something new. And I'm 58. And when you think about it, they say, oh, it's really hard to learn a new skill when you're older. Like, it's hard to learn piano when you're in your 50s. It's better to learn it, you know, and better to learn Spanish when you're younger, that kind of thing. Um, And so I just, as I've told people, I just decided to go take a dance class because I thought it would be fun. And here I am, you know, a year and a half later, just really loving it and being challenged by it all at the same time. Um, it's a lovely thing. It is my little thing that I work on and it is so much fun. And if you've listened to any of those podcasts about dance, it's not about the dance. It's about everything else that I'm learning about myself and how I'm showing up and um, how I'm showing up to life and how I'm leading or not leading and all kinds of really interesting things. So I'm really grateful that I had that inclination to walk into that dance studio. I'm certainly grateful that I have a thriving business that I'm able to um, pay for those, that thing that I love to do with dance. And, um, I'm sure there's more time to come, but I'm really, really grateful for that. As I look again at my medals and, uh, plaques and things that I have here from the Fred Astaire 
studios. So that's my top 10 for today. And, um, and for this Thanksgiving season. And I hope that that encourages you to think about what you're grateful for. Again, um, I don't take this life lightly that we're given. Um, this has been a challenging year, a challenging couple years, right, for all of us. And I do believe and I do know that when we start our days with gratitude and we can think about that, our days go better. And I love Danelle Delgado's title of her journal, I Choose Joy, because that's what life is all about. We have a choice, right? We have a choice how we're going to show up, how we're going to face the day. I say that too when I help people with their health. We all have a choice. I'm here to educate you. I'm here to tell you the options. And then we have a ch- then you have a choice. Like how, how do you want to take care of yourself? How do you want to show up for your day? And I encourage you all to choose joy. You know, this is about juggling the chaos of recovery. And then my journal, The Journey to Joy, because I decided that I wanted to choose joy. And as I spoke at my my book signing a couple of weeks ago, I was wondering if joy would come back to my life. It has it's been rough. It's been a rough seven years here with our daughter's struggle, with our other kids' struggles, with marriage, with finances, with life. It has been rough. And I wondered where the joy was. <laughs> well, I knew it was gone, but I wondered where it, where it was and if it was ever coming back. And I said to the gals that were in front of me at this book signing, I said, you know what? I decided that maybe it was up to me. Maybe it was up to me to go find the joy. And little by little, I did that. I made those choices and I found those things that could bring me joy. And they weren't always like super joyful, but it was a start. And as I stood in front of those gals at my book signing, I thought, you know what? I feel good. I feel happy. I found the joy. I found the joy in journaling. I found the joy in community and connection and things like that. And we all have the opportunity to do that because it is a choice. And so as I leave you today, I encourage you to do that. Think about the choices that you make in your life. Think about the choices that you're making today and choose joy. Choose a smile instead of a frown. Choose to say hello. Choose to call your mom, even if you don't want to call your mom. You know, call your call your friend. Um, make something for your neighbor. Just maybe just take care of yourself. Choose a bath today instead of being being mad or something like that. Just choose joy and continue to do that every day, daily. Choose to be grateful, and your days will continue to be better and more joyful. Again, I can't thank you enough for listening and for sharing this and for being part of my community. Please continue to help it grow by writing reviews, by sending this podcast to others, to sharing that. And again, choose choose to put yourself first today um, and every day so that you can choose joy, so that you can have the best life that you can, led by faith and gratitude and filled with joy. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others, and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, 
a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know, as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.